Brooke sent me a text and was like, hey, did you just buy this? I think it's because it's your card. Well, it may be. I mean, I don't really care, dude. I don't check my bank account, you know. Uh, I, I Look, we don't have a lot of time on the podcast today anyways. Y'all got freaking four mountain bikes to wash. Four? And look, yeah, you got to wash your own, and you got to wash mine and Dustin's. It wasn't dirty enough to get any mountain bikes Well, mine's dirty. filthy. Well, it's from the past. And if I was Dustin, I would want mine at least sprayed down with some Dawn dish soap and shine. And when you wash my mountain bike, look, I want the chain degreased. So make sure you clean my chain very nicely. This is not a service. If you'd like that, you can go down to Stewart at Revive Cycles. No. Why would we clean your bikes? Because you lost miserably. You guys, look. Tell him. Y'all just tell didn't him. get beat today. Let, if I, him, if I let to, him finish and then tell him. Go ahead. No, I, I look, I want to hear. By the way, we got our we got our brother Dustin on the podcast today. What's up, Dustin? How's it going, guys? Going good. Dustin's former Marine showed up to uh, uh I know y'all don't use that term. D- uh Dustin's a Marine. You know, some people call Marine devil dogs. Amen. Is is that a derogatory term to a Marine? No, we enjoy it. Okay. He's just off, Dustin's just off camera, by the way. One day we'll have multiple cameras in here where we can get everybody. Anyways, no, I want to hear what y'all have to say for yourself because it was pitiful. If I were to title the event, I would title Retired Navy SEAL, Ultra Runner, Trains Every Day, Beats His Brother in PT. Who's going to click on that and what what bragging rights do you have for that, son? It's like you took candy from a kid and then you want to go brag about it. You set up a race that is geared, first you set it up, and it's geared toward your strengths. And then, no, you, and then you give unclear direction of the route. Mm-hmm. When I specifically said, do we, we turn right and go through the gate? And then take a right and cross the dam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wet loop, dry loop. Wet loop, dry loop. <laughs> birthday loop. Wet loop, dry loop. Birthday loop. It's like, what does that even mean? And then calls me halfway through. Hey, I just want to make sure you're on the right route. I remembered you said something about going through that gate. Uh-uh. Don't do that. <laughs> no, he calls us and then doesn't answer when we call back. We think something's wrong. Yeah. We waste 10 minutes. You, you, had, you went through a dang gate to get onto the campground. No, because we took the power line like we were supposed to. Did y'all take the road? No, we took the power line. We took the power well, line. Well, then what gate did you go through to get on When the- we rode down to... Look, man, it don't matter. If you don't know what the birthday loop is... I've done the birthday loop one time. Chili's done it multiple times. What? I mean, when we got off, I said, hey, well, we've, done about, we've cut off about half of this loop. So somehow we're going to have to make it up or they're going to call us cheaters or whatever. And so we went back and made it up, but y'all distracted us for a good 15 minutes. I would just like to congratulate you, Chad. You're a much better athlete than me, and you did a great job at beating me today. Oh, you ain't a better <laughs> athlete than me. Well, hey. You operate hey, you had, excellent. You had, you had and me slowing him down today. <laughs> no, don't admit that crap, Blake. Dustin was my partner. Uh, so it was two-man teams, me and Dustin on Blake and Chili. By the way, this was one of them exercises where you, you do a swim, a bike, and a run. Um, he acts like he doesn't know that's called a triathlon. Yeah. What's that called again, Chili, when you do three of them things like that? 
So, look, this workout, it was not tailored. It, it has three disciplines in it. It's not tailored to my strength. My strength is running. Your strength is biking. You're the mountain biker. Chili's strength is running. So you're telling me you was in the Navy SEALs for however long and you don't think that you are a better swimmer than all of us here? Dustin's a dang Marine, man. He was on your team. Okay. <laughs> well, look. look. No, I ain't complaining about the events. I mean, I, I'm, yeah. It was well, fair and square. What's I'm just y'all's freaking excuse for your poor performance to swim. Well, you, you knew we were swimming today. Why didn't you watch some dang YouTube videos about how to learn how to swim a little bit? Y'all look like some freaking eight-year-old kids in a kiddie pool. You did a great job, Chad. Excellent performance out there today. I wish I could have been a little closer to you so I could have seen you perform in your in your element. Well, look, man. Y'all going to have to tighten up. You two. All right? You two are going to have to tighten up. What do I need to do? What do I need to work on? You need to work on your swimming. You need to work on your mountain biking. Let me tell you how this PT went. You don't know how it went. No, I, I know the parts that me and Dustin saw while we weren't Ahead of y'all. Okay. We, we we get all online with our mountain bikes. Online? Yeah, we're online on the start line. Three, two, one, go! Yeah. <laughs> the whistle sounds. First, Chad delays the PT by about 30 minutes because he hasn't pooed yet. So he sits over there just tire kicking. The whistle sounds. We ride. We, so we take our mountain bikes from the house down to the lake and start our swim. We get about 50 meters. First turn. First turn. Chili just, just, <laughs> I mean, goes down hard, son. I'm talking about dust and rock flying everywhere. You see his elbow? Oh, yeah. He's all cut oh, up man. over here. Look, man. And right before that happened, I was like, Chili, where's your helmet? He's like, we don't need no helmets. This is all, this is all fire roads, man. Well, First turn, I down hard. I didn't hit my head. You know, uh, so um, you you look, man, you need to work on your swimming. You need to work on your biking. Look. I know. Like, you need to, look, man, you need to work on motivating your team member. That's what I teammate. was, that's what you've been saying all day. Yeah. I, I, what am I supposed to do? Figure it out, man. I tried. Did he try to motivate you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not easily motivated. <laughs> Old Blake moves at the pace he's going to move. Freaking, it doesn't matter what else is going on. I just do what I do. Freaking kicks like a mule, man. I mean. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you some things you need to work on. You need to work on communication and listening when people are asking you questions and not just blow them off with a yes. You need to work on paying attention when people are talking to you so that you can show up to other PT sessions on time and get the days right about where we're going and where we're meeting. So you're a really good athlete, but you need to focus a little bit on listening to other people about when they're talking. Don't bother me with bullcrap details about scheduling and stuff. Look. Well, how are you going to get there on time? You need to make sure I know. I did. That's y'all's dang job is to make sure I know where to be. And what we're doing, and then that's you, our job. Yeah, you know, I'm the I'm the pit bull of this operation, son. 
All right. Well, I mean, that's what, like does me. The pit bull got to does the handler got to open the mouth and then no. close it too? That's like me going to a coon hunt and and expecting my dog to meet me at the hunt. No, that's like you going to a coon hunt and someone saying, "Hey, Chad, this hunt starts at eight, and you show up at nine thirty and say, oh, I thought I was supposed to be here at, at ten. I thought we was meeting down at the Kroger at ten. No, I am the dog. You're the. You guys are the handlers. You're supposed to load me up in the box, make sure I have my water, food, what, you put the collar on me, whatever equipment I need, and make sure I'm on time, on target, all right? And when it's time to do work, you guys snap me off a leash. Look at this. I am the best. I am the oh, best be careful with in this. the world, son. I'll take all comers <laughs> right now. I am more fit than anybody else out there. Right, I will no. crush. I will keep crushing y'all unless you tighten up. So uh, I, you're I, the I, most fit person in the world, and you're going to brag about beating me out there? No, listen, listen to me. I've already asked you at breakfast about doing that again. If I would love for Dustin and Blake to do it, but I don't think they're going to. So you and me, <laughs> let's go do that same try. It's a triathlon, Chad. Let's go do that again. And let's see what happens. You know what? You you're, won't do it though. You're no. telling so me. So I'm publicly calling you out. You're you're, you're showing me your the the issues with yourself right now. You don't get a second chance in combat. It's son. not a second chance. I'm not oh, asking yeah. for a second chance. This is round two. He's challenging you since you said you're the best athlete. I don't He's need calling to, you out on a one on one head to head. I don't need a you. second chance. I don't need to redo nothing. We lost this morning. I would like to have. You're a, asking for a redo. Do you get a redo in combat? Dustin, this ain't a no. redo. It's round two. A redo would be the same teams again doing the same thing. No, I mean, you can't redo anything. It's a, it's round two. You know what Chili, you should... Chili's fired up. Yeah, you, you know what he should have done? He should have put out harder and motivated his teammate and been better prepared this morning when we entered into this combat with one another so that he could have won... And now he would have a leg to stand on. You no, got, I would still want to do round two. Well, first off, nobody even knew what we were doing. This nobody, I sent a text last night. You said, yeah, Team PT. What has Team PT ever been? We go out and we work out. It's never been I sent a text teams. that said run, uh, swim, bike, and run. Yeah, but nobody knew what, what the deal was. Look, you did a great job, Chad. What's your take on all this, Dustin? Oh, man, uh... I know I got a text saying I was supposed to swim, bike, and run. <laughs> yeah, I got it too. <laughs> and then I showed up early, and we waited on Chili for about thirty minutes. Well, <laughs> I, I left. I would have been on time, but there was a detour that I didn't know was going to take twenty minutes. I thought it was just going to take me a couple. That detour sucks. Two three minutes. Yeah, it does suck. It took me twenty minutes. Cause I well, first thing I did was I got to the signs that said you're gonna have to take a detour, and I saw all this heavy equipment on the on the side of the road. You know when you pull off a, and uh, I was like, well, uh, it looks like they're not even there. I can just probably go past this this construction site. So I just drove past the signs that said detour here, and I said I'll probably just be able to go. Well, then I went two, three miles, and then the whole road's blocked. So I had to turn around and then take the detour. So I don't know. It took about 20 minutes, but I hated it. Yeah. You having to do that every day now? Well, Chili, oh, yeah. just 
just call it in in normal Chad style. When you mess up, it's somebody else's fault. <laughs> when you can't show up to PT on time, it's someone else's fault because they should have come and picked you up. Well, you know, he should have come up to Chattanooga. Or met you at the detour, at least, mm-hmm. and, and told you how long that was going to take. Well, I'm know? still confused about how somehow it's my fault, like, for not motivating you, and you didn't motivate me. I mean, wh- what? Dustin, we worked together as a team, didn't we? Didn't we yeah. motivate mm-hmm. one another? So did we. Amen. Obviously I'll- not. You freaking... You freaking literally sucked today you literally sucked. <laughs> you understand we spent 10 minutes sitting still trying to call you well i don't give a crap that's your decision <coughs> that's your decision you don't, don't just call don't, some don't worry about me and dustin dustin's a dang marine i'm a i'm i was in the navy he we both have medical skills don't worry about us we weren't worried about that we were wor- you call you called somebody during Twice. a competition, that, and didn't answer when we called that, back. That's because that phone it dials. It it will dial. I probably called you oh. five other times. Wasn't it doing that, Dustin? Yeah. So in well, my best, when you answered the phone, said, "Hey, I just wanted to make sure y'all was on the right route." That didn't mean that you. That meant you you pocket dialed me, and then then when you called me back, I just figured I would oh. go ahead and address that. Yeah. So oh, hey, man, what a liar! Hey, look. Um, Y'all, y'all listen, I called him out, We won't, and we won't do that tonight. He'll have an excuse. Oh, no. So, well, draw the conclusion that you will from that, that he's going to find something else to do. No, man. I, I, I'm not giving you the satisfaction of getting a redo tonight. <laughs> You're going to have to wait for that. Just challenge him to a, just a foot race, Chili. You ain't worth my dang time. Hey, you can... ain't worth my time to even race. It ain't Until you get better at swimming and biking, you, you ain't even worth my time to go out there and race you. I hope our wonderful audience is able to understand that all you're doing is ducking me right now. Listen, That's all Jimmy, you're doing. Last time he did this, everyone just told him it was absolutely pitiful at how he sits over there and gloats about winning. <laughs> there was people commenting on there saying, that Chad, really, man, that was just ridiculously pitiful. How you were doing that? You know so what's going to be. Just let him have it. Just let him have it. You know what's going to be pitiful when I take a video of you guys here in just a little while with a wash rag washing my mountain bike. <laughs> oh, I, we can't wash it today. There was no time parameters on when it had to be washed, so I wash it for you. Just I won't be able to get it done today. <laughs> Got too much on the calendar. Well, um, by the way, this episode was brought to you by Salty Britches. And I'm going to tell you why. Because we did this PT this morning. Blake comes in the house like somebody stole his dang lunch money and collapses on a bean bag and won't say nothing to nobody, looks like a zombie. And then the next thing I know, he's outside pouring ice water on his feet. It wasn't ice water. (laughs) It was just water. <laughs> Let's exaggerate the story a little bit here. Hose water. Somebody told me it was ice water. <laughs> he He's out the door pouring dang water on his feet. Uh, I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. Why? What in the world was going on, dude? My feet were just hot. You ain't never got hot feet? <laughs> Why were your feet hot? Just a lot of friction going on. I didn't have no salty britches on my feet. That's why this episode is brought to you by Salty Britches. Because if you don't take care of your darn feet, you're done. 
uh, you know, period. You're done. And so Salty Britches is an anti-chafing cream that we use here at Team 307 Project. At least the smart athletes here at Team 307 Project, we use Salty Britches. Uh, and, and way Salty Britches works, you know, you can put it anywhere where you're likely to chafe or get a hot spot. You know, on under your arms, in between your legs. Everybody's body is different. Well, way I like to use it is I like to take some salty britches and put a thin layer on my whole foot, right? And then I like to pull my sock up over on top, you know, on top of that. And it really helps tremendously. It really does. It's a great product. Amy is an awesome Lady, she's been on the 307 podcast. We love Salty Britches. I've been using it now for about two years on all of my ultra endurance events and uh, with with great success. So go get you some Salty Britches at GetSaltyBritches.com. Check them out on Instagram at GetSaltyBritches. I'll attach a link along with a pro code, especially for 307 Project listeners in the show notes of this episode. Thank you, Salty Bridges, for sponsoring this episode. So y'all decided not to wear socks. Is that right? Yeah. Well, again. what What's the thought process behind that? Because that's another dumb thing y'all did. I mean, transitions are quicker when you don't wear socks. And I got out of the swim, put, put my shoes on, and was ready to go. I was fine. Why was that dumb? I had no problems. What did you think? Do you think it was a good idea, Blake? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one little blister there. It wasn't wasn't a terrible idea, but it wasn't the best. Hey. It could have been better. It worked for me. When a man's out front of the house pouring water on his feet, something has went terribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't just a blister. Well, oh, yeah, that's all it is. It's a blister. Well, you should have put socks on. I didn't. Well, I would have if I, if I knew that this was legitimately we were racing. Then I would have just worn regular socks and I could have put them on, but those toe socks do not go on quick when your feet are wet. Well, I tried to tell you that we had to take this serious at the start. Well, I didn't have no more socks with me, Chili. <laughs> me and Chad used their shirts and dried okay. our feet off. T- thank you, Dustin. Talk, <coughs> was y'all talk, wearing toe socks? Talk, talk to them Chad, about Chad was wearing his toe socks. Talk oh, yeah. to them about how the winners care for their feet. Hey, I, I had hot feet too, but I'm wearing some old. Beat up Under Armour socks. Oh, Chad had his toe, his toe socks on. Dustin got him some extra skin socks on the way. Oh yeah, I ordered yeah. me a whole set of stuff. Nice. Um, that, so if you guys, the winners here, Dustin and I, this is the conversation that we had when we came out of the the lake first, obviously, because we actually know how to swim. Um, and we come up. And we're working through our transition. And I tell Dustin, and Dustin knows this because he's a Marine. I said, Dustin, let's take our shirts, which are still dry. Let's clean our feet up real good and then put our socks on because this is going to pay off during the run. Right? So, you know, this, this little extra time that you may spend on that transition is going to pay off. On the in the long term, you spent about two minutes longer on transition than we did, and we were fine. Oh yeah, you looked Blake. You looked real fine when you came in. <laughs> he was fine. Yeah, I mean that wasn't slowing my running pace down. 
running. I never saw you run. Well, because you weren't around us. I, I saw you walk. <laughs> I saw you walking up that driveway. Hey, how did we come up that driveway, Dustin? Oh, we was moving, son. I was hurting. Doubtful. I was hurting. I've never seen him run up that driveway. Hey, we, we I've tried to pace. get him to run up that driveway 10 times. I don't even know. Nah, it's an exaggeration, but several times, and you haven't done it once. What I say, Dustin? He said, hey, let's, let's finish this strong. And we did. Yeah. We ran up the driveway man, all the are, way to the house. You are so awesome, man. <laughs> that is so cool. I had a good team member. Yeah. I had a good team member this morning. We worked together. We motivated each other. Y'all, we, we, man, y'all did good. We took we took time, uh, prepared ourselves. We knew how to swim. We worked together, too. We went ahead and, okay. and took care of our feet, all the things that we yeah. know how to do. Yeah. We man, did that. That is amazing. I'm just appalled at how excellent y'all executed that mission. Appalled? I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You're proud of them. Yeah. Yeah. Not appalled, I'm proud. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this, guys. Um, I don't either, but I love how long we talk about it whenever you win something, and when you lose, it, it gets glassed over like it never even happened. Y'all know, uh, Y'all know that I think Every now and then, we'll open Team PT up to the public. Um, obviously, we've got to do some more of these swim, bike, run deals because it's really identified a weakness in our team here. So if you guys ever come out to do Team PT with us here at 37 Project from the local community, just know that may be part of what you what you might have to do. Um because it was a good workout, man. It really was. And here's the thing. People might ask, you know, why are y'all doing this team PT? All right? I, I don't think people understand why we do this. And the reason is, is because this, this team PT is probably the most valuable thing that we can do as a team of business owners and leaders is probably the the most valuable thing that we can do really it is what it does is it creates culture it creates culture the culture of three of seven project in a a part of it is formed through this team pt just like dustin said earlier we go out we find each other's weaknesses. We find each other's strengths. We compete against each other. We create stories. We create memories. We watch Chili freaking wreck out in the <laughs> gravel like a, a bag of crap. Um, well, I'm thinking you're not creating a very good culture here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> for, especially for Chili. The way you just called him a bag of crap. <laughs> we are breeding competitiveness within our team. And, you know, it's interesting to me. So this is what we did in the, in a SEAL platoon. Every Friday, we did what's called a monster mash if we were in town. And it was a team PT, just like this. It would be platoon on platoon uh, at the SEAL team. The last one I can remember doing, we we got on a, a um, MH-60 helicopter. We flew out two miles off the coast. We cast it out of the helicopter with fins on, swam two miles into the coast, 
did a seven-mile run to an obstacle course, did the whole obstacle course, picked up a litter, and then we had to carry one of our teammates on the litter about six, five or six miles back to the team. All right? That's what a monster mash looks like. And, you know, you've got the best fighting force on earth, and they do Team PT. Team PT is important. Oh, yeah, it creates a lot of uh, camaraderie. 100%. Morale, camaraderie, competitiveness, all the things that you want in business is forged here. That's why I take Team PT so seriously. And one day, when we have 10 team members or more, Team PT is going to be a mandatory part of working at 307 Project. If you don't want to do Team PT, don't even apply. And just wait. Like, like this afternoon, you don't want to do it? No, Team PT's over, brother. Oh, okay. you're, you're trying to get a one-on-one competition going here. That's not, no, I'm not. I would love for any anybody and everybody to do it. So, I'm trying to tell. <gasps> look, wait till y'all see. Y'all give us, give us three to five years. You wait till you see these Team PTs in three to five years. And let me tell you right now, this type of stuff is the reason nobody will beat us. In nothing, whatever we want to do. You know why? Because I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm in a crap-talking mood, and you want to listen to it or not, I don't care, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I and Blake, we get to hang around a lot of these Instagram people. We get to hang around a lot of these people that have these big brands and, 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 and all businesses and all this stuff, man. You want to know what 98% of them consist of? Talk. They're all talk. I see it firsthand. I see it firsthand. They ain't going to do nothing like this. Period. Ever. Because they ain't got no grit. And all they want to do is sit around and talk. And some people, and maybe that draws people unto them. But look, you want to take, you want to go to the next level, man? If you have a business, a small team in business, come on out, man. Hit, hit us up. Hit us up. We'll set up some training for you. We'll take you through a team PT. Hit us up. You want to take your business, your team to the next level? This is the, in my opinion, not the only route, but a key component of it. And that's why we do what we do. And that's what sets us apart. And that's why I ain't worried about or do or even give two mess about what anybody else is doing. Because the fact of the matter is, they ain't gonna do what we're doing. Ain't nobody else doing it. Take you a 30-second clip of your little freaking hike uh and post it on Instagram like you did something, man. No. <laughs> Come on, son. Come on. All right? It's a key component, man. And, 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 and you business owners might be thinking, well, I've got a team of 10 employees, and if we take Friday morning and we decide not to be in the office or whatever it is, doing productive, doing work that's producing 
tangible income for the business, right? Say you decide to take three hours every Friday morning with your team to do Team PT together. All right? You might think, well, I'm paying these these team members of mine to be here at Team PT. They're not generating any money. I could be paying them for this three-hour block to be in the office doing things that are generating income. So this may not may not fit real well in your mind, but what you don't understand, if you pay them for those three hours of that Team PT, your return on investment that you're going to get from that three hours, all right, is going to be tenfold what it costs to pay them for that three hours during Team PT. Guarantee you. Week after week, you're going to get a tenfold return on investment. And you're going to have some culture amongst your team at work. And culture is important. The SEAL teams had it. I'm, I'm sure your units in the Marine Corps had it, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Culture is important because that gives us something to take pride in, man. That gives us something that that we can talk about, that that we can attach ourselves to, that culture, man. It's what makes us who we are. And that's why we do this crap, man. I think we need to do more it than, ain't a game. than once a week. This ain't a game. If you would move from Chattanooga down here and be a, be around, I need to build you a shed back here, man. No, I think we need to do more than once a week. And uh, it don't matter. I can live in Harrison. You know, and for, mo- close. for most businesses, doing it more than once a week is not going to be feasible. But once a week, or e- even if all you can afford is once a month, do one day or half a day once a month. It's a game changer, man. What do y'all want to talk about? Well, I told you, um, I told you yesterday that that it was gonna. What all we should talk about would come while we were doing PT, and uh, I don't know. I think, I think you already hit on it pretty good. The uh, importance of of doing doing hard stuff together, but. Even expounding on that more, that's that's also why we do stuff like the Mid State Mile, you know, and we go do back up off that mic. <laughs> we go do events like that, you know. I think I think it's important to do stuff like that as a team as well. I don't know if you think so, but I, I agree, hundred percent. You know, I mean, just even outside of just normal training, do, doing events. I don't know. I think that's. Uh, I agree that that's what sets us apart. People uh, in other, well, in this same vein of of things that we do, they don't, I don't think other people take as much importance with that as we do. Nobody else does. What do you got, Blake? Well, a lot of, it could be that a lot of your employees might not be able to participate in the team PT, but you can okay. always let's you can talk always about how to get, get around that. Yeah, you can always gear it down. I mean, it doesn't have to be thirty tr- covering thirty miles and take up four hours. You know, you can start with whatever, whatever it is. But to get out and actually move as a team and do something hard other than just day to day business. Yeah, let's let's talk about that for sure because that's a valid point. 
Because as first of all, you you know you and whatever corporate America or whatever your your business or your your team is, you're gonna approach them and say, "Hey guys, man, we're gonna do this team PT." Another thing, you gotta make this crap fun. Yeah, you have you have to foster the the banter. You have to have have some food afterwards. You gotta make it fun, man. When we came in off a of team PT in the SEAL teams, they would have kegs set up in the high bay. And we come in, everybody drank beer. You know, that's what I don't recommend that as a as a as a follower of Christ, but that's what we did in the SEAL teams, man. And um, you know, you gotta make it fun. You really do. You gotta make it interesting. It can't be the same thing every day. It's got to be something that they want to do. But unfortunately, you're going to come to your team and you're going to have a portion of your team that just straight up says either I ain't going to do that or I don't or, or I can't do that. Right. And some of them legitimately might not be able to do what the majority of the team has decided to do for Team PT. Um you just scale it from you. You scale it for them. You you find some way to incorporate them in it. That's like our, our workout today. If we had a team member that was overweight that was trying to get in shape, that team member could have walked in the water two laps instead of swimming five laps. Right? They could have had a significantly shorter bike ride or maybe just a hike. Right? And that would have been the PT to get them going, man. So accommodate that person, dude. Give them something that's at least going to stretch them, all right? So your top athletes, your, your people that are fired up about this, they need to be stretched, right? Well, your, your people that aren't quite ready, you got to provide that opportunity for them or even incorporate them in some way that they're supporting the other team members. If they just absolutely have an injury, they just absolutely can't come out and PT with the team, let them be out there to support the other teammates out there, man. I mean, that's good enough. That's part of teamwork. Yeah. Some people, that's their role. That's where they fit is in that support role. And and if you're in a supporting role, you're just as much part of the team as the dude that's out there putting in the miles. Really. Yeah. Um. So. Well, I think that hits on a broader... Uh, a broader subject with like the team that you've built you know like you could ask how important is it to have people physically fit working for you right because your business may have nothing to do with being physically fit or athletics or running or anything but I think it's still valuable to have people that are physically fit because it goes with I mean the whole thing that we've that we preach com complete yourself, you know, if, if your body is lacking, then th that's a, that's a problem with somebody that you've, that you've hired really. I mean, it's going to decrease a human being's productivity, right? Well, the problem is most bit corporate businesses don't give two craps about their employees. They just care that's about what point. they can do for them. Mm -hmm. So the people that are hearing that are, if you own one of those business, they've probably just tuned this out like it's not a thing. But if you really care about your employees, and even if you have a big, you know, a big business, yeah, I mean, you can still take your top leaders and say, hey, we're going to do this and let them 
you know, let it either trickle down with them with their individual teams or however you want to do it. But regardless how big your company is, you can pick your top five, six, whatever, ten leaders and go out and do stuff with them. It doesn't have to be a small team. But it all boils down to, do you care about your employee and do you want to do more for them? And if so, this is a great way to foster that culture in your business and to build up your team members as people. Yeah. You know who does this really well is uh, Impact. Yeah. Stephen Odom and, and yep. uh, Zeb, they do this really well. And that's, that's why they're the best in their space. Yep. You know, and they freaking went straight to the top, you know? Yeah, it shows your employees that you care more about them as a person than what they can do for you. Mm -hmm. It's been proven that fitness is amazing for your brain and your ability to remember things and work harder. And I mean, it helps tremendously. And I know the guys at Windshape, they have an amazing leadership course. Well, a lot of the fire department guys go to that. I was going to ask you guys. How is it in the fire department as far as uh, morale, camaraderie, really that team, that feeling of being part of a team, and, and what do you guys do to foster that? Yeah, um, I think it's just like the military. You know, there's there's good eggs, bad eggs. You just have to it's, – it's really the crew that you get put with. You know, we have ten stations. I mean, you got four to six guys. I mean, as long as you all click, I mean, you can run amazing. You have one guy that's in there just real negative and he's not where he wants to be. It can it can bring you down, but you have to really work around that. But yeah. Well, like I'll I say. Said, yeah, they go to leadership courses. It helps a lot. Floyd County is really good about that amongst everything. I, I remember we used to um, – have a softball tournament it was like the SWAT team the police department the fire department everybody in that worked in the county would go out and compete in this it was just a softball game but it was still something that everybody went to it was just a good time you know mm -hmm. yeah we won that last five years the firemen always win <laughs> well yeah we're, we're doing it again this year i think it's uh september 18th i'm not gonna confirm that but yeah, yeah. Well, you guys got some – don't you guys have some competitions coming up with, with this big uh, this big meeting y'all are having? Yeah, we got the uh, firefighter uh, competition on September 10th. Mm -hmm. We're all we're all geared towards that right now. We're, we're training for that. What's that going to look like? Are, are, those com are those competitions like um, where you're going to be like kitted up, like really geared toward what you guys do in your job? Yeah, it'll depend on how hot it is that day, but for the most part, yeah, we'll have everything on except for our our air packs and on our face pieces. But we'll, as far as I know, we'll have helmets, jackets, our our pants on, and we'll be we'll be hot and we'll be moving. That's gonna be awesome, dude. Yeah, we get to come speak. Maybe is it toward the beginning? I think. Yeah, I think it's on the ninth. I think it's yeah. the day before. Yeah, it's been uh, yeah the ninth. I think. Yeah, I'm so pumped about coming to speak there, man. I really am. Yeah, that's an awesome culture. It seems like from the outside, I, I do. I do know what you're saying about, you know, the one bad egg. Dustin called it uh, in a seal platoon. You'd have the same thing, man. In my last seal platoon, happened to be the bad egg was the platoon chief, the leader, um, and. It's hard to get rid of them, man. 
in the military, and I imagine it's hard to get rid of them in the fire department. Oh, yeah. Well, them guys stick around for 30 years. You yeah. Know, you just, some of them will get shipped off somewhere else, you know, to a different station where you're not seen as much, but some of them don't because you, you can't put them all in one place. That's hard to get rid of anybody in government work. That's what Absolutely. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's 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 hard in government work. And, and I've had, um, I remember I was doing a speaking engagement in New Zealand for uh, v, v Volkswagen, VW, and some of their big leaders there. And they were asking me about a, their bad egg, right? They were like, what do you do with this a person that just doesn't get it? It's just not not fitting in, right? And and this isn't government, so they got a little more freedom of movement. And I'm like, really, man? Like, and I think this guy, this guy, was uh, <laughs> expecting some like complex answer, like, oh well, well, you know, you do this, and you have to build them up and foster them, and this and that. And I'm like. Yeah, and you spend all this money and use yeah. all these resources to try to get them better mm-hmm. instead of... I, I'm imagining that's what he was expecting. Yeah, when people are stuck in their ways, it's going to be hard to change them. That's it, man. And it's not... Maybe that Maybe that person is not a straight-up turd. Maybe they just don't belong there. You know, likewise, in the SEAL platoon, if you had someone that just wasn't cutting the mustard, the dude might not have been a turd. He probably could have done a good job somewhere else. He just didn't... Belong there. And um, I just told this dude straight up. I said, look, this is what I would do for that bad egg. I would counsel him gently one time and, like, try to get an idea of what he or she needs. If something's missing, whether it's in their professional development and their equipment, um, Maybe it's something going on at home. I would try to get a good handle on that, you know, a good assessment. I'd spend some time with that person. All right? And and fix whatever needs to be fixed or at least attempt to or get the ball rolling. Make sure they have everything they need. The second time, I would counsel them harshly. Right? The third time, they're gone. That's it. And so, I mean, that's... That's that again. That mindset does for me go back to the SEAL teams. That's how it was, and in, in everything that we did in CQC, close quarters combat, which is very technical. If you got one safety violation, you got counseled gently. The second one, it wasn't so good. You get a third one, you're gone. Period. You're gone. And it worked. You know what I mean? So it's it's pretty much that simple, uh, in my opinion. I'm sure there's more complex answers than that. But. Well, the reason it's complex right now, for one reason, is a lot of people don't want to fire people even if it's you know not a fit or bad performance or, or they're bringing everybody else down, all those bad reasons or all those bad qualities that may be in somebody because... They, I mean, hopefully they still care about that person and don't want them to lose their job. So I totally get the reluctance to want to just fire people. Um, but an interesting dynamic in today's world is 
sometimes you have to think about how you're going to replace somebody that that you fire and nobody is uh you know like in a in this in this right now nobody is everybody's needing employees right like it seems like everybody whether it's fast food or well heck you we know, could use another one here yeah i mean, I mean. like everybody mm-hmm. um so if you get rid of somebody i think there's a lot of fear especially in today's world that oh i can't replace yeah, I can't find somebody to even fill the role. Like it, it, this dude's doing a bad job, but it's better than someone nobody doing it. You see what I'm saying? So you know, in that position, I, I don't. I think that's where it could get tricky. Um, is it better to have nobody in a position and no work get done, or to have somebody who's doing a crappy job but get some stuff done? You I, know, I've ran into this. Yeah, we, we've ran into this. Yeah. Well, that that's really applicable to now. So okay, yeah, I mean. In, in within three or seven project, we have had a scenario where we had someone that was doing a bad job, and we let it go on longer than we should, and it was ref- the it was reflecting poorly on the brand, and we learned a big lesson from this. My answer to that is it's better to have no one doing the job. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, it, it's especially when the, it, it it pertains or, or is has some visibility from the customer, right? It's better just to cut just to cut it completely out, even if it's costing you money to cut that out of your out of your business for for some period of time. Not don't permanently cut it away. But if it's going to cost you money until you get the right person in there to do the freaking job in the long term, in my opinion, that's the best answer. Well, I agree because, you know, there's more problems and more long-term problems the longer you let something go on than, you know, you may not have anybody doing that job for a while, but then begins the active, you know, you really try to find the right person. And you mentioned Odom and Zebley earlier, you know, to get the right person on the butt. I mean, that yeah. may take a while, yeah. but so be it if if they're not there yet. Well, it's like an infection. You got an infection. Is it better to cut it out and deal with that wound for a little bit than let it heal or just let it spread? Yeah. You know, because then you're going to spend time fixing what people mess up. And if you can't do it 100%, just don't do it. And that's why I'm not going to Team PT anymore, you know. <laughs> you, you made a good point about government work earlier. Said We have this huge process we have to do to discipline folks. I mean, yeah. you got a verbal, real strict verbal, and then there's documentation. Yeah. Document, document, document. Because you can't just fire people in government work. You have to have documentation of everything they've done for however long. Where mm-hmm. you can even push that up, showing a track record. You of, have to have yeah. a track record mm-hmm. nowadays. Got to be a long one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I even look at this in terms of reputation for you, oh. you, you as a business or a brand. Um, you get one shot to establish your reputation. All right, and if you've got this person in there that's doing a poor job at some aspect of of your within some aspect of your company and it starts to 
degrade your reputation, it's really hard to recuperate from that. It's like once your reputation goes to crap, even if you then it's too late, you cut this person away, right? And then you tell the customer, ah, we actually cut this person away, you know, and, and so we're back clicking now. The customer don't care about that. Mm -hmm. It's like they have already established in their mind what your reputation is to them. You know, you see all these, I mean, down here in the South, you got all these little restaurants and diners and stuff, and you see them all the time. They're like reopening under new management. Mm -hmm. And that's them trying to reestablish their reputation, yeah. which they've ran into the freaking ground because their food sucked and their service sucked. And they think they can throw a sign up there that says reopening under new management. Huh. It don't work. No. It never works. You don't get another chance, man. Uh, you got to you got to rebrand and open up a whole new thing. You you got yeah, you mm -hmm. got to move 10 miles down the road into a brand new building with a brand new name and do something totally different. Cuz in the end it is your fault that it happened as a business owner. Oh yeah. It's our fault for letting that happen. I mean, it doesn't matter if people are upset about that. It's on us. It doesn't It's not the person that it, you know that caused it. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, all right. Well, maybe that helps some of you guys out there. I wanted to also make an announcement real quick. Uh, you know, while we're on this subject, Chili is actually costing us some followers, and I wanted to go ahead and counsel him on that. I got a message. Uh, we got a message that came through on Instagram. It said, Chili, I uh, just want you to know my wife, Christy Nealon, took some personal offense to you saying, Women over 30 are old. Um, she's trying to get all of her friends and followers to stop listening to your podcast. And, uh, you know, this is costing us... Well, this is an easy response for me. This is really costing us team members. And and I think we need to counsel Chili on the verbiage that he's choosing to use and, and the way he's viewing... Um, Females as over 30 are old. Check the tape. We record these daggum podcasts for a reason. Check the tape. I never said that was old. I said it was too old for me. I'm 22. So they're not listening to the podcast They're not listening. Anymore? All I got to say, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and call them out. You must not listen because I didn't say people in their 30s were old. I said that is too old for me. If you're 35 and I'm 22, that's a 13-year age gap that Chili don't play that. That's what I said. Well, you've offended some people, Chili. Well, me, I, I didn't say what they think I said, so. Blake, what do you think about this? It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. What's not good that people. Three of seven might crash and burn like that, like that wipeout he had. Well, you know what? I'll take the ownership if, if we crash and burn because I said that I don't, that it, someone 35 is too old for me. Damn. What do you think, Dustin? I ain't got no problem with women in their 30s, man. Well, how old are you? I'm 28, so it's not that bad. Yeah. 35. That's seven years. That's a little closer. My wife's over 30, Chili. That's too old for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I said. And it's not too old for people in their 30s. Good <laughs> gosh. You know, it just, uh, you know, you just, 
you're a little bit abrasive to people, Chili. You're just a little abrasive. Well, that ain't going to change. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Um, <laughs> so is this my gentle, gentle counsel? Yep, this is your gentle counseling. All right, take it. Take it as, all right, mark it in the book, Blake. So the harsh one's coming next. We need a track record. <laughs> yeah, mark it in the book. We need some documentation on this. Um, well, well, let me I, I, let me ask this. You said her name was Christy? Mm-hmm. Christy Nyland. 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 And she must, so she must be mid-30s? Yeah, I mean, look, I checked her Instagram okay. page out. I sent her a, a personal apology from my page. She looks like a very attractive lady. I'm sure she is. How old is her husband? Uh, I'm not sure. Is he 22? I, I don't know. I don't know her husband. He's probably about 35. Dude, why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> I'm asking. Do you think I ran a background check on this? I'm the people? only one asking any questions that make any sense. The good part is uh, the counseling has been done. Blake, mark it in the book. Um. <laughs> The good part is we're up to 970 reviews on Apple. Why is it taking so long to hit a thousand <laughs> reviews? Guys, listen, guys listening to this and girls, I know there are thousands of you listening to this. I can see the downloads. There are thousands of you. Will you please? <laughs> If you get anything out of this show, even if it's just comedy value, will you please leave us a review on Apple Podcast Player, all right? This helps the show grow in, in, a, in a certain sense. It helps the show populate when people are looking for podcasts, all right? So that's why we're asking you to do this, um, if you don't mind, if you get anything out of the show, just like... It can be just a one-word review and give us however many stars you want. But it helps us a lot. It really does. Along with our Patreon members, um, you know, our Patreon members carry the load of this show. They allow this show to happen uh, without a doubt. But if you don't want to or, like, can't afford to support the show on Patreon, I understand that. At least leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate it. It works the same on YouTube. You know, if you just comment, it can be a one-word comment, but it it we we are recommended in more people's suggested videos. Yeah. You know, when you so we really appreciate that. I want to read one of the reviews right here from Lil Crab. Lil Crab. I L. Hold on. L I L Crab. Zero one. Lil Crab zero one says. I was not a huge fan of podcasts, but after stumbling upon this particular one, you see Lil Crab stumbled upon this podcast because y'all have left us some reviews and it populated up to Lil Crab. All right. He says, I am hooked. I was at a low point in my life, somehow had lost my way, and I was able to find guidance. Praise Jesus, man. I just added that part. Um, there is a powerful message in each episode. Thank you, Lil Crab. Chad. Blake and Chili really bring the message home about faith, family, and being a better person to others. That means a lot to me, man. Yep. That really means a lot to me, you know. Uh, so I appreciate that review, little crab. And um, 
you know, every one of these reviews, I read every single one. I check it every day to see if any new ones came in and just to see what you guys are thinking about the podcast and the direction you want it to go. So it means a lot to me. Um, of course, I'd like to share a little scripture before we close the show down. Anything on y'all's heart these days as far as scripture goes? Anything y'all been looking at or... Well, kind of what we uh, ended up talking about and what was, uh, or it's a common question, I think, amongst uh, Christians is how far you should take competitiveness. You know, I was thinking about competitiveness a lot today when we were... uh, While you were losing? (laughs) When we were uh, doing PT. and, And, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, competitiveness is maybe not a good thing uh, or it's particularly bad if you take it too far or if it's everything to you. You know, and I, of course I agree with that, but I don't know. I think some people don't value competitiveness as much as I do, as much as we do. Like, I think it's, I think it's really important to be competitive no matter what you do, because you know, we literally race a lot, but everything is a race and a competition. I mean, whatever sector of business you're in, if your employees, if your leaders are not competitive, uh, competitive, I don't know how you're going to get anywhere. Like, what's your plan to grow? What's your reason to grow? What's driving you? You know, I, I don't know. I think competitiveness is super important, and it, it made me think of that while we were... uh riding and running and swimming, I guess, but I don't know. And from a biblical perspective, you know, I I think it's substantiated that competitiveness is a good thing and you need it as a part of your life. But I don't know. I've had people disagree with me. Oh, no. Look, look, it's biblical, son. (laughs) Oh, I know it is. I'm just... Paul said... By the inspiration of Jesus Christ in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, know ye not that those who run in a race all run, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain it. That's the, what, Look, what is that? Run that you may obtain the prize. Y'all need to study that daggone scripture, by the way. That hits me. That should hit y'all right between the eyes. Yeah, Uh, I mean, that's running to win. That's Even as a Christian. Yeah, everything you do. Exactly. I like that, Chili. I like that a lot. I got a scripture I want to share with y'all real quick. Revelation chapter 22, verse 12. And behold... I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. You know, I love these scriptures and revelations that start with behold. Man, I just love that. That's Jesus, by the way, speaking through John the Revelator here in the book of Revelations. 
Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. Right? So that's my scripture for the day. You got anything, Blake? I see you over there bleeping around on your phone. <laughs> oh, I was looking for something, but I'm ill-prepared, so I'll pass them. Pass the candle to Dustin. No, I decided I agree with Chili over there. I think that's 100%. You hit that on the dot. Goes for anything, not just racing. I mean, everybody's competing for a goal. Business related, family related. You always have to have a goal. Yeah. And push yourself further and strive for better relationships with one another. It is important. It really is. Well, guys, this was a wonderful day. Um <clears throat> maybe somebody will listen to the full this full episode, I doubt many people will get through it, but uh, because the best part of this episode was at the end right there, in my opinion. Um, so, guys, you know, we'll try again next week, uh, Team PT. We'll see what happens, man. Y'all just have to stand by. Can I design one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can design one. We're doing one tomorrow. Uh, under understand, it's true. Understand that when you design Team PT, though, it has to fit within the parameters of we have to do the PT and then we have a podcast to record. Yeah. Okay. So it it can't because I chili. I know if you designed a Team PT with no parameters, it'd be like thirty six hours long. <laughs> you know it would, Blake. It may. Oh, it would be. Bust out the headlamps. Oh yeah. It could just be a 5K. You never know. Well, that would be silly. Me and Chad, <laughs> me and Chad had to break out the litters and get wild. That, uh, yeah, we're talking about doing that. Dustin and I were talking about doing that today um, of uh, really getting getting creative with these team PTs and doing some cool scenarios, adding some shooting into them. I just spent a week doing scenarios. Are you going to incorporate yeah. your new medic? Yeah, get yeah, do some medical stuff, do some shooting. Um, Would you so, lose at shooting? Well, yeah, you, you might be right. You were a cop. So. Oh, I'm right. He's a good shooter. Blake's a dang good shooter. Um, but you know, I think I think we'll continue to get creative with these things, and um, this is what we do, man. This is what sets us apart. This is why you can't beat us. If anybody listening to this is trying to beat us, you can't beat us. <laughs> I'm sure not many people are, but <laughs> trying to beat us because most of you guys listening is are part of this. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the support that you show to the show. Thanks for leaving us a review. Patreon, thank you so much for your support on Patreon. Again, you make the show happen. We love you guys. Talk to you next week. Enough said. <laughs>